Welcome back to Ether Hour, everybody. I'm your host, Conrad Franz, joined as always by Dimitri Kalyagin. And today we have something new for you. We are doing a subscriber supporters only Q&A. So those of you that support us on Substack or behind the paywall and have access to every episode of Ether Hour, all of our articles, all of those sorts of things, we have created a thread and are going to be answering or doing our best to answer all of the questions that have been asked over the past few days that the thread has been up. I want to make sure that everybody leaves a comment below because if you like this Q&A, we may do this on a monthly basis or something like that, so be sure to let us know your feedback. But we're going to get into these questions here in a second. Dimitri, how are you doing? Doing great, Conrad, and it's an exciting new style of episode, I think. There's definitely a lot of questions that have been submitted over the last uh, year, I can say, in the last few months, you know, on the YouTube comments, especially in Twitter, DMs, which we would try to answer, you know, kind of in substance. But again, um, we've never actually asked you guys directly, especially our subscribers and supporters, what what would you like us to answer? And so here we are with a very far list. And I think this, uh, if anything, it just shocks me how well-educated and I guess um, exactly what you guys would like to find out about. And some of these questions are, I would say, definitely engaging. I wish we could speak, like have an entire episode dedicated to each one of the questions, but you'll see what I mean once we get into them. Um, if anything, if, if you'd like a question to be answered more thoroughly or perhaps... If you think we haven't emphasized maybe an answer deeply enough, make sure you leave a comment and we could, in fact, maybe touch upon it later or perhaps have a Twitter space discussion, discussing it in, um, you know, in an open forum. But definitely uh, do reach out to us. But I think for better or for worse, let's begin, Conrad. Yeah, we're going to start off kind of talking about America, some prophetic things there. We're kind of going to group the questions into into groups because some of them cover similar ground. So we don't want to be cycling back and not, you know, we want to be as thorough as we can in each of the answers, so we'll be sure to cover all the nodes that each of the questions try to answer and ask. So uh, we're gonna, I'm going to read these two questions. First, we have one from Ben W. He asks, can you please talk about the prophecies from saints and elders about America's future? I know Father Seraphim Rose dedicated his Orthodox survival book to the martyrs in Russia today and America tomorrow or something like that, but it seems likely that we would have a prophetic voice to look to just as the Russians were given prior to the Bolshevik Revolution. Also, how this relates to us in a practical way. Obviously, we need to try to live as good Orthodox Christians, regardless of what time we live in, but it's difficult to imagine navigating World War III from living in America, or if there's a military draft, religious persecution, war in our land, all of the above, etc. And then there's a similar question from Orthodox Renegade, who asks, do you guys have any predictions as to what will befall America, Canada, Western Europe in a World War III scenario? It seems each would have to pay a heavy toll for their sins in one form or another, any prophecies you are aware of. And yeah, we'll talk about a few prophecies first, and then I guess we'll talk about our situation. You talk, uh, ben W., he talked about the Seraphim Rose from the, I don't think it was from the Orthodox Survival Course, I think it was from the Catacomb Saints initial publication, and it's you know dedicated to the new martyrs of Russia today in, today in Russia, tomorrow in America. So, and frankly, I mean, just listen to our episode with John Whiteford, and we talk about the FBI and stuff like that. That's Some of that stuff is obviously going on right now, but... As far as prophecies go, I think one of the most explicit ones from our, our recent days comes from uh, Mother Galactia. She was an abbess of a, a monastery in Greece, a, obviously a female monastery. And uh, if you go to the Orthodox Christian Miracles and Prophecies YouTube channel, there's some stories about her. But she said, and in America, because the worst of all awaits her, poor America. This is in reference to St. Paisios World War III kind of prophecies and whatnot. And I don't know if this exactly means that there will be, you know, fighting on the shores of North America, but, you know, Metropolitan Neophytos, who talks about how his words, you know, St. Saint Porfirios told him his words would be heard all across the world. And, you know, we, we try our best to bring as much of that into English as we can. But 
he talks about how even in Cyprus and other places where there may not be explicit fighting, people will need to retain donkeys, there will be food shortages, famines, and everything, and those people that have prepared need to be sharing and open with their with their goods to those people that may not be as fortunate. I know he talked a lot about that. But Elder Ephrem is somebody that has spoken a lot about this. I know the Orthodox Wisdom Channel has a lot of his sayings, but I know in 2020, right after his repose, he appeared to one of his spiritual children, I believe it was in Michigan, and said months and about a year or so after the vaccinations for the coronavirus are administered, people are going to start to die like a lot of people. And we don't talk about that as much as we used to on the show, but the vaccine death stuff is get, is getting pretty crazy. I mean, I know someone that, in my community that you know had to get open heart surgery from a blood clot that almost killed them. I know people that have early onset cancer that weren't you know likely for that. I know people that have died suddenly. So I think that prophetic element for America and I guess for any a lot of countries that took the vaccine that has that has come to pass. And Elder Ephraim, you know, he talks a lot about a lot about Greece and I think he references and at the very least passed down the tradition of Saint Paisio's prophecies about the wars to come too the abbots and elders and monks that now populate his monasteries. So we do have, you know, obviously we very much lack the great monastic tradition of Russia and Greece and Georgia, and these are the countries that have produced these these truly incredible prophecies that we're witnessing in our times. But there are some more uh, prophecies that have to do with America, but these ones from America are some of the main ones I know of. Yeah, that's right. I think in terms of prophecies regarding America specifically, which you know specify, well, there's going to be a persecution at this specific time, or maybe there'll be a certain flourishing of the faith. We don't necessarily have those for the United States of America, and even saints who have lived in America, for example, Saint John of Shanghai in San Francisco, Saint Raphael of Brooklyn, for example, or even future saints belonging to the OCA or those saints in Alaska. They don't necessarily mention specifically anything that will take place. The only three prophecies which you know I've kind of had to sort of uh, obtain and, and two of them we frankly mentioned on the show prior is the you know that mentioned america but mostly america as in it's you know we talk about america in a geopolitical sense so he's speaking about america from a russian perspective so this is of course elder jonah of odessa who hasn't been canonized yet and he's only died same as uh elder paisios only in, in in recent years frankly but he hasn't been canonized and this most famous elder stated that Again, America will not attack Russia. And this is part of the prophecy. It says America will not attack Russia. Russia will not attack America. But the world war will begin in a country which is smaller than Russia and so forth and so on. And he, men- he specifically mentions America in this context because, again, this is him speaking this in the 1990s to the monks and the priests around him in Odessa, which has a very large Orthodox community, as you may be aware today. We see the news somehow related to the Crimea, um, you know, to the Ukrainians' war and everything ongoing there. But Elder jo- Jonah of Odessa does speak about these uh, this prophecy, and he essentially says America won't be attacking Russia, and Russia won't be directly attacking America. So he does speak of it as, in, well, there'll be a proxy war of some sort possibly in Ukraine. And I think he is hinting at Ukraine by saying a country smaller than Russia, essentially. I mean, every country technically is smaller than Russia, funny enough. I mean, I'm not sure he was joking, but I think he meant Malorossia, which is Ukraine. And the second prophecy, which we also mentioned is, uh, and this one's definitely behind the paywall, but when St. Joseph of Vatapedi, uh, the Athenite elder, who again hasn't been canonized recently, does speak about America being controlled by the uh, by them boys. And he frankly does say that America will interfere in Russia's attempts to assist Greece against Turkey. And this does, of course, again, play play a role in America's sort of geopolitical role as this liberal hegemon, which 
either attempts to interrupt countries abroad. And of course, uh, this, these two prophecies are very, very realistic. Uh, and it's frankly, it's it's less of a prophecy and more of just the you know open the newspaper and kind of find out what's happening. But you know that's that's where that's what the clairvoyant elders essentially tell us. So let's not be deluded, as in America's role will suddenly change under say Donald Trump. When in, in reality we did see under uh, even president, good presidents, you can say like. Donald J. Trump, the foreign policy of America simply hasn't changed, especially in its sort of outlook towards the Orthodox Church. So the military-industrial complex, um, you can say, behind these prophecies will continue to work, especially abroad, negatively against Orthodox countries. Now, the third prophecy, which I have, is a very interesting one, because this particular nun, she was a schema nun Antonia. So Antonia Kaveshnikova is her last name. She was born in 1904, so before the before, during the Russo-Japanese War, died in 1998. So she outlived the entire Soviet regime. Many say, according to local legend in Russia, like she was originally from Rezany, a very famous nun, I guess, in the western part of Russia. Well, by western, I mean west of the Ural Mountains. So she wasn't in Siberia. And many say that she was possibly the spiritual mother of Patriarch Alexei II. So the Patriarch who saw the Petersburger, Gorbachev, Yeltsin, etc. And of course, the reunion of Rokor and the Moscow Patriarchate. And um, Skimmin monk Antonia, and I won't go through the prophecy in in full, but she does essentially, in a similar fashion, predict massive calamities around the world. And she speaks uh, about, you know, a huge, uh, lots of diseases being spread. She speaks about massive earthquakes, fires, and she says especially, she says the following, right? She says, England will fall, America will fall, and Moscow will fall too, for its sins. And then she starts saying that at first, it'll be very difficult to obtain cars, buses, and many people will be leaving the main cities. Then she says, big earthquakes will occur. And the prophecy goes quite in depth, actually. I think we might like, cover it a bit later on once I, uh, once I check exactly the primary sources for this prophecy. Well, Skim Monk Antonia essentially speaks about, you know, Moscow falling at the same time as America falling, which we may find somewhat controversial. But if, you, if you've if you been following the news, Moscow, in many cases, despite the city being, of course, the capital city of Russia, it, it, you know, it has, it's it probably is the most sinful part of Russia today. I mean, in, in a modern sense, Conrad. So I think, um, and what she actually means by Moscow will fall and America will fall, generally speaking, I think I think we can we can say that definitely the these particular simple places on Earth, such as you know, I think American totality can be counted as this uh, liberal den, despite the fact that there are many holy places in America in terms of monasteries, things like of that nature, which will be you know holy sort of places of protection. But definitely, I think uh, a fair warning, I think, from her towards uh, you know all, all Orthodox Christians, kind of preparing for. For things to be somewhat tough in the future, because again, like one of the commenters did say in the thread, right, Conrad, they said that look, according to our sins, or not even our sins, but the sins of society around us in general, there will be some sort of retribution, at least here on Earth, in order to you know bring us all back to you know bring us back to our minds, sort of out of this insane, uh, sinful insanity. Thank you for tuning in to the free preview of Ether Hour, everybody. This has been our first Q and A. Please let us know in the comments if you want to hear more of these. We really enjoyed it. A lot of these great questions were asked, so be sure to get behind the paywall if you haven't already to get a chance to ask us questions and hear all the other fantastic Ether Hour episodes that we have. The stuff behind the paywall gets really spicy, including in this episode, so be sure to upgrade to the paid. It really helps us out, and thank you so much for listening. God bless. Yeah.